Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Okay. Welcome to prayer warriors needed because prayer warriors are needed. God bless everybody. And may you have a blessed week. And uh, thank you, God, for bringing us through another week so that we can give him all the praise, all the glory. And thanking God for all he's done and all that he's going to do. We have Anne here to pray with us. We're going to open up our prayers, and then we'll go right into the study. Um, the ultimate is and they must be sending you good seats and you put the fan on getting good you must be getting real good heat you get to have the fan on huh yeah yeah I have to have the fan on so then they sent you good heat over there yeah um well, it's pretty cold outside. Oh, yeah. What was the temperature? Was it, it went down to, uh, like, 13 here. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We had the single dishes here, like, seven degrees and so forth. You went to what? What degree? Seven. Seven degrees. Wow. So they send good heat where you're at. Yeah, the heat is pretty good in my apartment, you know. Right, because I see you have um, you have your fan on, so I know they got to send the heat. I have to call up about the heat here. There's no telling what to put in the heat. Keep my yeah, mom got out of nowhere uh, some type of uh, a hooping cord, which as soon as I went to court and put some papers in, I came back and they um had to sick. And it, I mean, these things just don't happen like that. But I put God. Almost, and I rebuke that demon, and there will be none of their nonsense being played over here. Okay. Uh, did you manage to get it? Did you manage to get the heat on? Did they come up and turn it on? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. What? Yeah, did you manage to get the heat on to get it better? Well, the heat, yeah, I, I, I made a 311 complaint, and that's when I said everything has to be in cahoots. Right after I made the complaint, the heat came up. So what were you withdrawing heat just to withdraw it? I had to call for you to turn the heat on. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, I, right after I called, the heat came on. So I said, "Wow, these people! If they could do that, they can do whatever." You know, it's almost dangerous living in New York. It is. I think I'm gonna need uh, really uh, international attention here. The type of lynching they do to people. And they use you, you know, through eugenics. It's just a really good uh, situation. I stand on God's word, 
that Satan's got behind us, and then we're going to move forward and study our Bible. We're looking tonight at the biblical history of Israel. And, okay, go ahead. We're going to open up with Anne praying, and uh, I'll move right into the lesson. Go ahead. Okay. Father God in heaven, for Jesus Christ, Holy Father, thank you, Father, so much for giving us whatever it takes to bring us together this evening, Father. Bless all charge of distance across the face of this world, your family, and your friends. Bless, bless my special friend, Miriam, and her mother, and her nephew, and her entire family, Father. For we are a charge of distance, and we're there for our friends forever, Father. In Jesus' Christ's name, I pray, Father God in heaven, please continue to give us all the strength and all the determination to move forward. And do whatever we need to do in order to bring this to an end, Father. Give us the strength, give us the endurance, give us the fortitude to always fight this fight for us. And Jesus said, I mean, I pray forever and ever. Amen. God, we thank you for this time that we have to come together to honor, praise, and worship you. We thank you, God for all you've done, all you're going to do. We thank you, God, for the uh, coming for us. We can declare that God's will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We thank you, God, for the healing over this household here. Any demonic attempts to harm my mother or me in the name of Jesus, we bind it up and we send it back to the pit of hell that it came from through the blood of Jesus Christ. I bind every attempt of Satan to try to destroy, try to manipulate, try to do behavior modification. I send that evil spirit, eugenics, back to the pit of hell, that God's work will be done, that my papers will be filed in court, that people will uh, be, be able to defend themselves against this demonic beast that's hide, hiding behind the court system. I bind it up in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus to break it down, dismantle it, every plot of Satan to oppress and harm people by injustices through the judiciary, the executive branch or the legislative branch. I put it in the hands of the Most High God, and I bind and rebuke every satanic usurpation curse that's been put on it. I bind up every attempt Satan has to control our governing structures. I plead the blood of Jesus on our governing structures that will be governed by the word of God, by everything will be according to God's laws and not the reversal. I bind, rebuke, and send back to the pit of hell every bit of Satan's plan to usurp authority he does not have on this earth and every demon working in concert with him. I bind it up. I plead the blood of Jesus on it, that it will be dismantled, broken, exposed, and showed the deception and deceit that it is. God, I give you praise and glory that your people are working together and turning things around according to your will, God. I thank you, God, for the miraculous things you have in store for targeted individuals, for every curse that was put on them, that it will be turned into a blessing, that the devil will be known for the lie that he is, that everything that he, what he planned and plotted and manifested, it will be used to the advancement of God's kingdom. Whatever the devil meant for bad, God will use for good. God, we give you honor. We give you praise. We magnify your name, God. We worship you. We exalt you, God. We thank you, God, for the blessings over each one of our bloodlines, that there'll be men and women of God 
that you will bless Elijah Scott, Haru Scott, that they'll be covered by the blood of Jesus, that you'll bless Amy's children, Anne's children. You'll bless our elders, my mother, Anne's mother. You'll cover them, God. I bind up every spirit of harm and hurt to our elders. I bind up every curse, every type of uh, exploitation that's put on them. I Please, the blood of Jesus, that they'll be covered from head to toe in the name of Jesus. God, I bind up that demon force trying to take out people before their time. I put it, God, in your hands, Heavenly Father, to lead, direct, guide us, Heavenly Father, to let the devil know, but let the liar that he is, to keep him under our feet. We stand on your word, God. God, we give you praise. We give you glory. We ask you, God, to bless this lesson as we read on... uh, the building up of Israel, we learn that Satan's tricks and schemes, they have not changed. He used them in the Old Testament, and many kingdoms went down because people were doing their own thing, because kingdoms and nations were not abiding by the word of God, and they let that Satan come in and their pagan paganism. And these people followed them and destroyed nations. God, we bind that spirit up, God. In every part of this earth, God, we ask you, God, to keep your praying people, to keep this earth together, and let your rules, laws manifest across this earth and rule this earth and bind up every trick and scheme of the devil. We thank you, God, that we have a book that we can rely on and we can see how history is repeating itself when people go astray and do as they please, and not according to God's will, the penalties that the regions have suffered. And that's why regional demons have tried to come in and take over, because that's the whole thing they're trying to do on our governance structures to get us out, uh, out of line of the will of God. But we bind that demon up in the name of Jesus. We bind rebukes and back to the pit of hell. Every regional demon sent out to harm nations, to harm places, in regions. We send regional legions and legions, Heavenly Father. We ask you to send legions of warrior angels to shoot down those demons in the name of Jesus. All targeted individuals, God, that are being assaulted by directed energy weapons, involuntary movements, uh, implants, all types of sickness. God, we ask you to give them a shielding to protect them, to cover them. We bind up the spirit of torture. We bind up the spirit of harm. We bind up the spirit of involuntary movements. We bind up the spirit of behavior modification to kill, to change. God wants from using their God-given thoughts and their mind. Satan, you are a liar, and we thank you, God, that your people are working together to remove those forces off this earth. God, we give you praise. God, we give you glory. We thank you, God. We magnify you. We just give you all the honor. We thank you, God, for being a wondrous God. In Jesus' name, amen. You want to pray? Go ahead. Oh, mommy. Okay, she doesn't feel it. Okay, baby. So we're looking at the biblical history of Israel. And um, we have studied, we're on lesson six. We have studied so far in the history of building of Israel. We looked at Joshua. Judges, Ruth, Samuel, First Samuel, Second Samuel, and tonight we're looking at First Kings, and uh, we'll do an outline, a lecture format, and then there'll be a little quiz. And um, what I'm doing here, I'm not professing to know the Bible better than anyone else. I am sharing my learning experience. I am studying these books, and um, 
I am welcoming anyone else that has an interest in studying the Word of God to to join us. Nothing more, nothing less. And um, this is what I am doing, and uh, I, I enjoy studying the Word of God, and I invoke God's supernatural powers over every praying person, my my family, all of us TIs that are praying and know the power of God to stay in prayer, to know that you'll be covered. And every curse will be in the name of Jesus, God, we send it to the pit of hell. We bind it up, financial curses to the pit of hell, health curses to the pit of hell, anything not of God, any type of sabotage, harassment, that is straight from the demon himself, and we send it back to the pit of hell. We thank you, God. In Jesus' name, that all things can, are possible through you, Lord. Lord, we give you all the praise. We give you the glory. Amen. Okay. First Kings into the development of Israel. Let's take a look. Okay. Testing, um, testing. Let me make sure. Testing, testing. Okay. On the beginning of First Kings, we'll see the United Kingdom, the establishment of Solomon as king. We have the appointment of Solomon as king, the solidification of, of Solomon as king. And then we move into the rise of Solomon as king. And then, oh, and then we... Okay. Then, oh boy. Okay. then we have the temple and Solomon's house was constructed. Then it goes into the decline of Solomon as king. And um, the reiteration of the Davidic covenant, disobedience of Solomon to the covenant, chastening of Solomon for breaking the covenant, then we have the death of Solomon in First Kings chapter 11. Then we have part two, the divided kingdom. The division of the kingdom is it goes into the cause of the division, the reign of Jeroboam in Israel, the reign of Rehoboam in Judah, reign of two kings in Judah, reign of Abjam in Judah, reign of Asa in Judah, then we have the reign of five kings in Israel, Lord. We have the reign of Nebdad, Basha, Elah, Zimre, and Amri. Then it goes into the reign of Ahab in Israel. And then it looks at the sin of Ahab. The ministry of Elijah comes in. Then there were wars with Syria. There was the murder of Naboth, the death of Ahab, the reign of Jehoshaphat, and then the reign of Ahaziah in Israel. And we'll see we had a lot of kings. No one was first kings. But who is the Christ of first kings? Solomon typifies Christ in a number of ways. His renowned wisdom points ahead to Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God. Solomon's fame, glory, wealth, and honor foreshadow Christ in his kingdom. Solomon's rulership brings knowledge, peace, and worship. However, 
despite Solomon's splendor, the Son of Man letter says of his com- of his coming, indeed a one greater than Solomon is here in Matthew twelve forty two. The prophet Elijah is more typical of John the Baptist than of Christ, but his prophetic ministry and miraculous works illustrate illustrate aspects of the life of Christ. The keys to First Kings. The key words of First Kings is division of the kingdom. The theme of First Kings centers on the fact that the wealthy of Israel and Judah depended upon the faithfulness of the people and their king to the covenant. Historically, it was written to give an account of the reigns of the kings from Solomon to Jehoshaphat in Judah and Ahaziah in Israel. The two books of Kings as a whole trace the monarchy from the point of its greatest prosperity under Solomon to its demise and destruction in the Assyrian and Babylon captivities. Theologically, First Kings provides a prophetically oriented evaluation of the spiritual and moral causes that led to the political and economic demise of two kingdoms. The material is too selective to be considered a biography of the kings. For example, Amri was one of Israel's most important rulers from a political point of view. But because of his moral corruption, his achievements are dismissed in a mere eight verses. The lives of these kings are used to teach that observance of God's law produces blessings but apostasy is rewarded by judgment. The key verses are 1 Kings 9, verses 4 through 5 and 11. And now 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 11. The key chapter is 1 Kings chapter 12. The critical turning point in 1 Kings occurs in chapter 12 when the United Kingdom becomes the divided kingdom. Solomon dies, and his son, Rehoboam, becomes king. He unwisely leads the nation into two separate and, at times, conflicting nations instead of unity. First Kings records the history of two kings and two capitals and two religions. Survey of First Kings. The first half of the First Kings concerns the life of one of the most amazing men who ever lived, more than any man before or since. He knew how to amass and creatively use great wealth. But with the sole exception of Jesus Christ, Solomon is the wisest man in human history. Wow. He brings Israel to the peak of its size and glory, and yet the kingdom is disrupted soon after his death. It's torn into two parts by civil strife. The book divides clearly into two sections, the United Kingdom and the Divided Kingdom. The United Kingdom arose to the zenith of Israel's power and riches. These chapters give an account of Solomon's attainment of the throne, wisdom, his architectural achievement, fame, wealth, and tragic unfaithfulness. Solomon's half-brother, Adonijah attempts to take the throne as David's death is nearing. But Nathan the prophet alerts David, who quickly directs the coronation of Solomon as co-regent. Solomon still has to consolidate his power and deal with those who oppose his rule. 
Only when this is done is the kingdom established in the hand of Solomon. Solomon's ungodly marriages eventually turn his heart from the Lord, but he begins well with a genuine love for God and a desire for wisdom. The wisdom leads to the expansion of Israel to the zenith of her power. Solomon's empire stretches from the border of Egypt to the border of Babylonia, and peace prevails. From a theocratic perspective, Solomon's greatest achievement is the building of the temple. The ark is placed in this exquisite building, which is filled with the glory of God. Solomon offers a magnificent prayer of dedication and binds, and binds the people with an oath to remain faithful to the Most High God. Because the Lord is with Solomon, he continues to grow in fame, power, and wealth. However, his wealth later becomes a source of trouble when he begins to purchase forbidden items. He acquires many foreign wives who lead him into idolatry. It is an irony of history that this, the wisest of men, should act as a fool in his old age. Mm. God pronounces judgment and foretells that Solomon's son will rule only a fraction of the kingdom, which was Judah. The divided kingdom was a revolt over high taxation. Mm. Upon Solomon's death, God's words came to pass. Solomon's son, Rehoboam, chose the foolish course of promising more severe taxation. Jeroboam, an officer in Solomon's army, led the northern tribes in revolt. They made him their king, leaving only Judah and Benjamin in the south under Rehoboam. This is the beginning of a chaotic period with two nations and two kings. Continual enmity and strife exist between the northern and southern kingdoms. The north is plagued by apostasy as Jeroboam sets up a false system of worship while the south is plagued by idolatry. Of the northern and southern kings listed in this book, only Asa and Jehoshaphat did what was right in the eyes of God. All of the others were idolaters, usurpers, and murderers. Mm. Ahab brings a measure of cooperation between the northern and southern kingdoms, but he reaches new depths of wickedness as king. Mm. He is the man who introduces Jezebel's, Baal's worship to Israel. The prophet Elijah ministers during this low period in Israel's history, providing a ray of light and witness of the word and power of God. But Ahab's encounter with Elijah never brings him to turn from his false gods to the true and living God. Ahab's treachery in the matter of Nevis' vineyard causes a prophetic rebuke from Elijah. Ahab repents, but later dies in the battle because of his refusal to heed the words of Micah, another prophet of God. Application of First Kings. We can see in First Kings spiritual applications concerning prayers, warnings, exhortations, the Lord's justice and righteousness, his judgment, the Lord's mercy, the church as God's house, worship, and praise. The writer gives us applications in the voice of God, successful leadership, the cause of apostasy, and the hand of God in the experience of individuals and nations. Oh, that was short. Okay, let's take a look. 
Solomon's rulership brings knowledge, peace, and worship. True or false? Again, Solomon's rulership brings knowledge, peace, and worship. That is true, I would say. True is correct. Okay, the prophetic ministry and miraculous works of Elijah describe the life of John the Baptist. The prophetic ministry and miraculous works of Elijah describe the life of John the Baptist. Um, I don't remember seeing that. So I'm going to have to say false. Let's see. False is correct. Good. The prophetic ministry and miraculous works of Elijah describe the life of John the Baptist. No, that's false. What I did say was, though Elijah typifies John the Baptist, his prophetic ministry and miraculous works illustrates aspects of the life of Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. So, yeah, Elijah, he was like John the Baptist in which his ministry, his prophecy, his prophecy uh, had, had aspects of the life of Jesus Christ. Okay. The key word to the first book of Kings is, the key word to the first book of Kings is division, failure, restoration, or wisdom. Uh, I think it was division. The key word to the first book of Kings is division. Okay, good. What event was recorded in the 12th chapter of 1 Kings? That was one of the key chapters. What event was recorded in the 12th chapter of 1 Kings? Was it the death of King David, the reign of Abdanahah, Solomon's brother? No. The, the coronation of Solomon or the splitting of the United Kingdom into two kingdoms, and it was the splitting. Yes, it was the splitting of the United Kingdom into two kingdoms, okay? What made Solomon turn his heart from God? His unfaithfulness, his exceptional wisdom, his ungodly marriages, his wealth. Uh, it's between, I would say, his ungodly marriages. Yes, that's it, his ungodly. I was going to say his unfaithfulness, but okay. When Solomon died, who was crowned as king of the northern kingdom? When Solomon died, who was crowned king of the northern kingdom? When Solomon died, uh, his son... I think it was Rehoban was crowned king. Oh, no, that is wrong. Okay. When Solomon died, who was crowned as king of the northern kingdom? See, they broke it up northern, southern, so it's hard to keep up. And it wasn't. So the choices are Jehoshaphat, Jeroboam, Rehoboam, which I think was his son, and um, Jeroboam. And the answer is Jeroboam. Okay, who was the prophet whom God appointed to minister to the northern kingdom during Ahab's reign? That was Elijah. Let me see. Elijah it is. Yes. Oh, that was it. That was a short uh, chapter and quick. And um, God, we just thank you, Heavenly Father 
for a chance to praise and magnify your name. God, we thank you for just tearing down every plot of Satan. We come before you, God, humbly, and, and we just exalt you and magnify and give you the praise and ask you, God, to just continue to guide, direct us to lead the life that you created us for, to let us be in the assignment, the place where you put us. Let us grow in you, Heavenly Father. God, we give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you, God. We thank you for the week we have coming before us. And we ask you, God, to continue to open the windows of heaven. Those who may not see a way that they can make it, God, give them a way, Heavenly Father. Let them know that you are in charge, that nothing happens just by chance, that sometimes things happen, God, to, to show us things that we would not have known without this experience. And God, we may not like it. This TI program's from the pit of hell. But if it will build people up to show the devil for that the liar that he is, then God, use it to advance the kingdom of God. Use it to save lives. Use it to bring exposure to demonic activities. Use this program to show the world that you cannot be on this earth and live without the will of God. Let every demon plot and plan and, and hiding behind the judicial branch and the executive and the legislative branch of government, God. Let them be exposed for the demons they are and let God's reign over this earth. Let that devil be brought to shame, God. Let them use them, God, to make them babble, to make them tell so God's people can use that knowledge to never allow these demons to do the eugenic crimes that they have done. We bind up the spirit of human experimentation. We bind up the spirit of harming people, using people's bodily fluids to harm, to harm people on this earth. We bind up every aspect of eugenic programming, every part of torture, every part of targeting, electromagnetic weapons, induced sleep deprivation, Scott. We put that stuff under our feet and we send it to the pit of hell it belongs in. God, we give you praise and glory that in your time that these things will be stopped, that they will be brought to the front line, and that people that have been have suffered behind this, God, will be compensated, compensated according to your will. God, we thank you in advance for turning things around, for breaking curses, for breaking every plot of the devil. We thank you, God, for turning curses into blessings. We thank you, God, for all the blessings and every sabotage, harassment that the devil plans will be broken, dismantled, sent back to the pit it came from. God, we give you praise and we give you glory and bless every targeted individual praying and staying under the will of God. May we have our prayers, Heavenly Father, be unified to come to you, God, to bind up every demon trying to usurp authority over these governing structures, our hospitals, our schools, our legal system, we bind, rebuke, we plead the blood of Jesus to break it in the name of Jesus. Get them demons out of there. We bind up the reversal of God's laws. We bind up the reversal of justice in the name of Jesus. God, we give you praise. We give you glory. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. That was a short lesson, and um, I hope you enjoyed it. Good night. Goodbye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.